millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How are you? Happy Friday. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Well, so, listen, have you ever wanted somebody else to give you another chance? Like, if they would only help me, I could do it. I just need somebody's help, and yet they won't. And you tried, and it just stopped. There's a much more effective way for you to be able to get that to happen. Today, we're going to talk about that. By the time we're done with this show, you'll uh, see a simpler way to pull it off. It's going to be awesome. It is a daily boost from MotivationToMove.com, the positive boost you need every single day. Life begins when you move. We stand up, we take a step, we repeat. We keep going until we get what we want. Why will we stop before we got there anyway? Because then you'll sit down and go, man, I didn't get what I wanted, and you got to start again. So we just keep on doing it, and that's what this show essentially is all about. My name is Scott Smith, purveyor of Scott Logic and the founder of MotivationToMove.com. Grateful to be here with you today. Uh, Essentially what we're doing, for those of you who have not been hanging around, those of you who have been with me for 16 years now, as we are nearing our 5,000th episode one thing you all know and you should know if you don't know is Scott's just a hot mess. Been a hot mess ever since I was a kid. Decided a long time ago it was going to be a hot mess. I was going to learn things the hard way, figure stuff out. Eventually I got smart. Because you'll do this, eventually you'll get smart as you get older. Fortunately, I got smart somewhere around 40 years old and said, okay, I'm tired of being a hot mess. Let's go ahead and change this around. Started learning stuff and doing things, doing things that worked. If you're in your 20s, you'll be a hot mess all you want to. That's what your 20s are all about. If you're in your 40s, You'd be like, okay, what have I been doing for the last 20 years? If you're in your 50s and 60s, you're like me, excited, right? What's that? Oh, I miss the 30s? Oh, yes, because I advise people to skip their 30s. Because in between the 20s and the 40s, it's like <laughs> you're trying to figure stuff out. It never works out well. It just doesn't. So skip your 30s if you're there. Just go right to 40. It's not that bad, I promise you. But everybody's a hot mess. And if you are on the journey and you are paying attention to the journey, you figure out how not to do that. And I'm going to give you a ton of ways to do that. That's what we do on this show. So anyway, thanks for stopping by. I'm glad to have you here today. Every Friday, I ask the question, how do I want to feel? Now, I do it personally myself pretty much all day when I get into a situation that I might be wondering what I want the outcome to be for myself and somebody else. I'll say that. How do I want to feel? And instantly, just like that, my brain goes into kind of an emotional state or emotional creatures and once I said, well, of course, I want to feel good. And then logically, the thing that follows after I go emotional is I say, well, how do I do that? What are the actions I take to feel the way I want to feel? So on Friday, I always ask you and remind you to ask yourself that question. You know, you're going to go to the gym and you don't want to do it. Well, how do I want to feel? Boom. Logically, go work it out until you get that figured out. Got a meeting at work. You're afraid to have that meeting. How do I want to feel? Logically, work it out. Go have the meeting. You'd be surprised what happens. How do you want to feel? So giving others a second chance, a chance, not a second chance. Well, sometimes a second chance, I guess. It's not a day passes without somebody asking me, how do I get another person to help me get what I want? And lots of folks will do that to me. And it's kind of funny because I'll do a show occasionally about, well, just ask. And, and, and some do. 
because you've been told, to, and I, I told you to, but you just don't ask in the right way. You just blatantly come and ask and kind of push me around and bludgeon me. Like people trying to have be interviewed on this podcast. They bludgeon me with almost demands that I put them on the podcast. It happens five times a day. You forget the fact that I don't do interviews on this podcast. And if they'd listen to one, they'd figure that out. Happens all the time. But they bludgeon me. And I don't even like them when they do that. I know, Scott, you should reply in a very nice response. And I have a nice canned response that we wrote up and perfected a long time ago. Click, it's done. Five at a time. Persuading others is one of the keys to getting what you want in life. There's no doubt about that. You are always in persuasion. But here's a big secret about always being persuasion. It's not about you. I'm going to back up a second, okay? Because a lot of folks, when I mention persuasion, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're always in presentation mode, and presentation mode is always persuading somebody to do something. You are in persuasion mode when you ask a waitress to get you something, a server to get you something. You are in presentation mode every single, or persuasion mode every time you ask your kids what's happening this afternoon. It doesn't end. All day, every day. You are a salesman all day, every day. Even though you say, oh, no, 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 I'm not a salesman. Yeah, you are. You can't get through life if you're not good at persuading other people to help you do things. And yes, even asking politely and nicely. That's still persuasion. But it's not about you, is it? And that's where my, that's where my, my beef, yes, I get a beef. I know I'm a motivational guy. I'm a very upbeat and positive. And I, Scott, you should be just cool with that. Don't get a, don't have a beef with anybody. Don't, what? But some people deserve a beef, don't they? And in the moment, I'm like, eh, what happened? You'll get what you want faster by focusing on how you can help others solve their problem. You know what we call that? Getting there faster by helping somebody else solve their problem. That's the ladder of desire. I'm pretty darn sure somebody made that up somewhere. I don't know who did, but it makes sense to me. Ladder of desire? Oh, yeah. yeah well, what that means is that everybody wants something, and most of us are climbing towards something. We desire something. It's, it's at least a step forward to go get it. Very few of us want to go backwards, but still, that's a step, I guess, right? If you desire to go back to the way things were, then I guess that's still your desire. And you're on a bit of a ladder, which would say you're going up and down toward what you want, right? So everybody's on a ladder of desire, and your job is to kind of step into that ladder if you want something. So you have a, a ladder of desire you're on. You're working yourself up trying to do certain things, whatever they happen to be for you. But now you want to involve somebody else and you're in persuasion mode. Most people, number one, go into lecture mode. That's what I get when I get the emails about being a guest on my podcast that doesn't have guests on the podcast. They lecture me. They tell me why I should. If you own a business like I do and you have a website and all kinds of different media properties out there, then you get all kinds of people who have reviewed your website and are telling you all the bad stuff about it and what they can do if you'll just tire them. You'll get all kinds of proposals sent to you without asking for them. Boom. Get out the baseball bat, guys. You're lecturing me with a baseball bat. That's not going to work. And the busier and more influential somebody gets, the more somebody can actually help you. Trust me. We ignore, because I know a lot of people, I ignore so much of what's going on, it doesn't even get to me anymore. It's impossible to pay attention to it. And it because it does not build a real connection. So that's rule number one. Practical, tactical stuff, right? Don't lecture. That's low level. Build a connection. How do we do that? Well, a more practical way and arguably a more effective way, a solution, if you will, is showing others how and explaining how to solve their problem. 
Because what, what happens is this. If you think about what people are looking for and if they can help you, they're in a different place than you are. And, and you got to figure out where they are. But so you have first, first have to figure out if they've got a problem, they've been looking for a solution. And if you have the ability to solve that now, you don't want to come and beat them over the head with their problem, do you? Oh yeah, you got this going on and that going on. You should change. This is what people do with my website and everything else. No, you should come and say, yeah, I was thinking about this. You could try it this way and it would probably solve all your issues if you just did this. And, and you know, why not? Here's a couple of resources for you. So what are we doing? We're stepping in and we're showing other people that we can actually actually help them. And we actually are helping them in the act of doing so. It's a powerful tool. I'll tell you what happens to me is somebody does that to me that shows me how I can solve an issue that I've got going on. If they can read my mind and solve it, I'm like, huh, you got my attention, my full attention right away. And you can move into action almost instantly if you do that. Thirdly, the most powerful, powerful tool is to offer to take care of the dilemma for them. Now, this is top of the rung of the ladder. Everybody wants their problem to disappear. Make that happen. You'll be a hero. So how do we apply that? Well, if you're trying to network with somebody and you've, you're figuring out where they are and you do know and you showed them, you've talked about showing them, sometimes it's easier to say, you know, I can just do this for you. Would it be cool? Can I make the call? Can I do this thing for you? I have something I can send to you. Would that help? I can just, I can do it. I do it every day. It's okay. It's fine. It's amazing what happens. I have, I, well, let me give you an example. The other day I'm doing my thing and I'm getting the bio, a little short new bio I had to put at the back of the book. And I had written the thing up and I'm going back and forth because it's hard to write a bio about yourself. And I'm thinking, okay, so I'm talking to uh, Niaz, who's a, a gentleman who does a lot of cool stuff with me. And I say, I'm working on this bio. He goes, well, send it to me. I'll do it. I said, what? So we'll do a short right now. Then I'll interview you and I'll send you the real one. Done. And within 15 minutes, I had it back. Done. He just offered to do what I needed. And I was like, man, I love this guy. I do. Uh, you didn't hear it from me. No, no. Not on the podcast. Nope. He has to think that I don't appreciate. No, I'm like, I'm just kidding. So when you follow this approach, guess what? You make friends. You deepen relationships. You prove your value. And more likely, they're going to return the favor. But when you do good first, when you help out first, it happens. So no lecturing. Show them the solution they're looking for. And if you can, if it makes sense, just, take, just handle it for them. How many times you had somebody do that for you over time? I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. How many times? Oh, my God. It's amazing when that happens and you're like, cool. That's how you build relationships, real relationships. And I use this all the time in a good way. I Both ways, you know, both ways. But we are human. And when somebody does this, you will respond like a human. When they do this for you, you will respond very, very positively because you're human. All right. Coming back Monday after the husband-wife talking life show. If you haven't hear, heard that show, it's it's pretty funny and pretty interesting. And it is truly just what it is. It's a husband and a wife talking life. But in between, the lesson's pretty mind-boggling. You know, listen to it. It'll show up on your feed on Saturday. Same one of this one. Monday, we're talking about how you can live your purpose. That'll be a good show, always popular, and always one we need to hear again. Have a great weekend. I'll see you over the weekend.